0: Broadcasting from the studios of Business Radio X, it's time for Advisory Insights, brought to you by Oberman Law Firm, serving clients nationwide with tailored service and exceptional results. Now, here's your host. Welcome, everyone, to Advisory Insights. This is Stuart Oberman. Well, I tell you, folks, uh, 2023 is almost here. So, At this time of year, it is a mad, mad scramble to get everything organized, closed out for 2022, and then see what we have for 2023. So this is a perfect, perfect time that our clients, big, small, whether you make $100,000 a year or whether you're half a billion to a billion dollars, it's all, all, all regulatory time. As we review regulatory concerns for 2023, It's a mad scramble now. Our clients, whether they're big, they're small, whether they make a thousand dollars a year or or half a billion dollars or a billion dollars, it is all regulatory time. So, what I want to do is really take a look at what are the basic things that you need to really look at on an HR process. Um, You know, whether it is local, regional, national, landscape, human resources is an extremely, extremely hot topic right now. You know, when you have states that are regulating hair color, when you have states that are regulating um, non-compete agreements, when you have states are regulating um, background checks, whether we have uh, employee classification issues, whether we have IRS issues, let's let's take a quick look at some of these things that we need to look at and what everyone needs to look at as a checklist for 2023 starting today. One, I want everyone to do a complete compliance review. What does that mean? That means all your manuals, all your checklists, all your personnel issues, all your tax forms, um, whatever you need to do to make sure that those personnel files are absolutely in order, uh, we need to take a look at. Second step in this wonderful world that we live in, of the revolving employee coming and going, boomeranging, the great resignation. Um, I forgot the, big, the biggest term now is, is, is a great, you know, I don't know, where employees sort of float along and they really don't um, check in or check out. They just float and they eventually get wait, wait to be, be fired. Um, I want you to take a look at hiring and recruiting. You know, what is your onboarding process? Um, that's the next one, employee onboarding. Do you have the regulatory matters? Do you have the offer letters, which we're going to cover in another episode? Um, do you have the background checks? Uh, are you granted permission to do background checks? Are you per- granted permission to do criminal checks? Um, I mean, these are the things that you really, really have to take a look at as far as onboarding goes. Do you have a training process in place for the employees, or are they just sort of floundering? Have they received non disclosure agreements? Have they received social media, cell phone, internet policy agreements? These are all the things that you need to handle right when they start the first day. So then let's take a look at our payroll and timekeeping measures. Huge topic issue. Are you properly paying your employees for overtime? We're going to cover that issue as it relates to commuting employees in a couple episodes down, down the road. But how are you paying your employees? Are they W two? Are they ten ninety nine? Are you paying them for travel time to the job? Spending the night? Are you traveling? You know, uh, we're going to get into a little bit of the um, the portal the portal the portal act. You're probably thinking, what in the world is that? Well, that's a early early law that's been around for about sixty or seventy years. That honestly, most HR people do not know about. So, timekeeping measures. Are you tracking time? How are you tracking time? Is it manual? Is it by computer? Is it by software? Because what happens is we have some employers that will not pay their staff overtime until they reach 46 hours. Now, there's a five-hour gap there every week. That can be very, very costly. Do you have a policy in place? Is your OT policy, whatever that may be, I'll use the word defensible. Defensible. Is it defensible against the IRS? Is it defensible against the Department of Labor, no matter where your state is or federal? What do those things look like? Classification: independent contractor or employee. Do you pass the simple smell test? I think it was back in '84, I believe it, um, or the early '80s. The IRS sent up twenty category, twenty check marks, if you will, on what you needed to look at to determine whether a uh, person is, is is employee or, or, or independent contractor. Are we looking at the uh, control test? The old saying is if you control the time, place, and manner of an individual, they are an employee. So that could be very, very, very costly um, mistake. Next question is proper record considerations. Are you keeping track of those? So there's a couple things you need to look at when you're saying, when you're tracking those. So I want you to take a look at, do you comply with the Fair Labor Standards Act, FLSA, the minimum wage, overtime? Should that be reviewed? Absolutely. Are you looking at the Affordable Care Act? Do you comply with that? Simple things. Do you have enough employees to comply with those areas? American with Disabilities Act, the ADA, are you looking at those? Occupational, safe, and healthy Health Act, OSHA, OSHA, the big guys. Family Medical Leave Act, are you looking at that? FMLA, 50 employees are over. Do some of your employees that are 15 or some of your companies that are 15 and more employees, do they qualify for that? And then the beloved agency, the EEOC, which is a a nasty, nasty governmental organization that really – I say nasty, but they, they do they do a lot of good things, and we're going to cover some areas on, on that down the road. So what are the next things? EEOC retaliation. So if your employee reports you to a governmental agency or a state agency or even a local agency and you retaliate, well, what does that mean? You can't fire. You can't demote. You can't reprimand. You can't punish your employees because they simply went ahead and reported you, which they are allowed to do. The question is, how do you deal with that internally and do you have a retaliation process? That has to be reviewed. You've got to look at your HR. You have to have specific guidelines for non-retaliation. And lastly, I'm going to take a look at you know federal guidelines for 15 or more employees. Now, have you even looked at whether or not the F-L-S-A even applies to you. The question is, it will. Affordable Care Act, American Disabilities Act, OSHA, F-M-L-A, EEOC, do those even apply to you if you have 15 or more employees? If you don't know the answer to that question, you're way out of compliance and I would urge everyone to take a look at what their guidelines are, ask questions, seek counsel, Um, go to the, to the C suites of your company. And if you are not in compliance now is a absolute great time because people wait to the second, third, fourth quarter to do this. Now's the time to deal with going into 2023 folks. That is our HR concerns for 2023 entering. Uh, I want you to really take a look at these things and make sure because it, it is really a trap for the unwary. If you are not folks, Stuart Oberman, Oberman, Law Firm, Advisory Insights. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact contact me at 770-886-2400 or email stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at obermanlaw.com. We're going to have some great, great topics to follow on our next podcast. So everyone have a fantastic day. Thank you.